Yeah, so welcome in everyone. This is the Full 10 Yards Betting Podcast. Looking ahead to week five. Obviously, we have a uh, another London game as well. Uh, we'll be taking a look at that as well as uh, the usual stuff that we look at. Thursday night football, Sunday night football, and uh, just the one Monday night football uh, as we've reverted back to normal, reverted back to type on that. Uh, as always, joining me to look through week five is Mr. Adam Wolford. How are you doing, Adam? I'm very good, thank you. Yeah, um, obviously... Not a great time to be a Bengals fan at the moment, and very worried about them losing to the mighty Cardinals this weekend. But um, now looking forward to Sunday. Um, still haven't planned my day fully, but uh, obviously me and you will be there for the game. So looking forward to that. Yeah, me and you will be sitting next to you. So to make your week even worse, Adam, you'll be sitting next to me for the best part of three and a half, three and a half hours. So there we go. Someone, someone that doesn't have to sit next to me for three and a half hours, you just have to put up with half an hour on this podcast. Is Liam Horsley? Liam, how you doing? Yeah, very good. I'm very jealous of Adam getting to spend this Sunday with you now. So, uh, <laughs> have to ro- rotate next time. Next year, I'll probably get a uh, Cardinals versus Raiders game or something when you two get Jags and Bills. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's okay to be a Chiefs fan, so it's better than being a Bengals fan at the moment. But maybe not as good as being a Cowboys fan. So there we go. Well, we'll find out Sunday night, won't we? But uh, I'm surprised, that <laughs> considering considering the um, the obsession that the NFL and Kansas City kind of has with uh, Taylor Swift, I'm surprised they've not renamed the Kansas City Swifts uh, team rena- rename rebrand. Um, but yeah, I'd buy maybe yeah, maybe, maybe maybe this time next week. Did anyone see? Um, I can't remember what what WhatsApp chat it was in, but did anyone see those the the Eagles lining up with the the, yeah, I did. For the four jerseys. That's quite funny, wasn't it? Uh, if anyone that's yeah, send that to my wife, was it? Was who uh, Taylor Swift fan? Uh, it was, yeah, it was uh, Kelsey. Kelsey Cox hurt Swift or something. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Perfectly immature. Yeah, I don't know if that indicates good. that it's uh, it's a singular or plural of Kelsey, but hey, we'll we'll, we'll never <laughs> we'll never know. Maybe maybe show. we'll find out. Yeah, a different show, but maybe we'll find out on the, like a, some sort of Taylor Swift <laughs> album five ten years down the line or something. <laughs> Anyway, back to more pressing <laughs> pressing matters. Quick uh, overview of week four uh, was was not really a good week. I mean, only um, only a couple of us got a couple, so um, yeah, plenty of. I mean, my my week was kind of conv- yeah. I was resigned to my fate Thursday night football when Musgrave went out with a concussion with one yard. So um, <laughs> yeah, that was great. But uh, but there we go. Never mind. We uh, we move on to week five. Like I say, we have um, we have a, a London game to look forward to. But before we get to that Thursday night football, um, I can't work out whether this is uh, is going to be an absolute dumpster fire or is actually going to be a sneaky shootout. Um, but it's mm. the Washington Commanders hosting the, the Chicago Bears. Six and a half point favorites are the Commanders at home. Four to eleven on the money line. Nine to four for Justin Fields and the Bears, who continue to find ways to lose games. Uh, over under here is forty four and a half. Keen to get your thoughts on this, guys. But um, yeah, I'm not. I, I think the key for me for, for this game is the Washington defensive line. Uh, against Justin Fields, I think they're going to cause a bit, probably a bit. I, I was trying to find a way or a scenario where um, Chicago w- win this game, and certainly to even cover the six and a half. Um, although it's not a line I ever play, I'd, I'd juice to seven. But I just, I for a team that have lost what fourteen straight games and throw it, throw it away at home against the Broncos, and then you know, with yeah, compared to the the, the best unit being the uh, def- the defensive line here of the the commanders, I can't really see a way that uh, Chicago win the game, but um, could be could be somewhat of a, a shootout, Adam. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I don't know whether it's going to be terrible or or chaos, um, really. 
Uh, yeah, the, obviously the Commanders did well with last week against the Eagles. They did that last year as well, did. Played well against the Eagles and then maybe maybe a bit of a heartbreak and maybe they'll be a, bit, a little bit down this week, but I doubt it. Obviously, as you say, the Eagles had probably more of a heartbreaker in the way that they lost their game. So, uh, sorry, the Bears had more of a heartbreaker in the way they lost their game. So, yeah, I, I, I have gone for the Bears getting the point. It's just because I just think it's just going to be a bit of a chaotic game and maybe Fields and Komet maybe got things a little bit sorted out last week. Obviously, DJ Moore had a possibly controversial touchdown that um, that counted as he kicked the pile on over. Um, but, yeah, you, you are right. Tanar, the better team. The defensive line is the best unit in the game. So, yeah, I, I, I've gone for the Bears again. Because they were getting six and a half points. And I think uh, they can probably keep it fairly close and see where it goes from there. But, yeah, I, I have no idea how this game's going to go, frankly. Yeah, DJ Moore, like I say, um, yeah, obviously he's, he's done, uh, after the first couple of weeks of kind of issues and with the offense, he's managed to score uh, a few touchdowns now. But I think the safest bet, uh, Liam, is by far Brian Robinson, who's had a really good start to the season in fantasy and just production itself. He's probably the safest bet for a first touchdown scorer. He's my favorite anytime touchdown scorer. But uh, how do you how do you see the game going? Yeah, similar. Um, I'm hoping for good chaos, so a fun high-scoring crazy game rather than a boring like 20 to 13 game where it's just a bit rubbish from fields but um yeah i think it just depends what sam how you get really like whether it's a really good game or if it's just going to be a blowout for for the commanders uh it doesn't matter how good your, your defensive line is sam howell will still take a sack against you so the bears aren't very good up front but there's still a chance that they can sack howell and, and win the game so yeah i'm with you uh on the brian robinson uh I wanted just higher odds just for some fun because I do think this game's going to be a bit random. And Justin Fields, I don't think, don't know if he scored a touchdown yet this year. So my best bet was Brian Robinson and Fields both to score, which is five to one. Uh, and last year, Fields towards the end of the season was getting touchdowns for fun. So um, yeah, I just kind of praying for fun here. But I think both teams will run it a lot, uh, and then we'll see what the quarterback plays like. But I'm not holding much hope for very good passes down the field in this one. Yeah, they're not really dialing too much up for for fields in terms of design run still. And we're, in, we're heading into week five, and just in terms of injuries, there are a few injuries. I'm not sure if the back some of the guys in the secondary for for Chicago will be returning as well. So if anyone that has a Dotson or a McLaurin or you know, Curtis Samuel or whatever, there there may be a few deep deep shot opportunities there, and let's say somehow can freight can freight leave as well. So remains to be seen how that one will play out. Um, I again uh, very there's going to be a very small percentage of uh, people that are going to step and watch for that, uh, watch that one, but there will be a high percentage of people watching the second London game. First one from the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. As I say, myself and Adam will be sitting uh, at one end of, of that stadium. Jacksonville are four and a half point underdogs. Uh, Buffalo Bills, obviously, minus four and a half. Two to five on the main line. Jacksonville, two to one. The over under here is at 48 and a half. Should be a good game prospect. I know the Jags didn't you know, have kind of stalled a little bit or they've juddered along uh, over the last couple of weeks. Kevin Ridley's had up and down games and um, you know, Trevor Lawrence has maybe not progressed as much as everyone kind of thought he would at this point in this season or in, in his career. Um, but should be Liam uh, an interesting uh, and uh, well, considering how what Buffalo have been doing the last couple of weeks, with um, I, I guess Josh Allen leading the MVP race at the moment, should be uh, entertaining nonetheless. Yeah, two top ten easy quarterbacks. This should be a fun game. Uh, don't know if it'll be as good. Maybe it might even be better than the Germany game. To be honest, uh, the, the lineup's pretty good for this one. Uh, it be interesting to see what the Jags play like. This is the first time they've ever done the two weeks in a row thing. So does that make a difference? And do they look a bit more settled? Because 
anyone who goes to these games, the first quarter and a half is <laughs> always a little bit random in, in London games. It's not the highest quality football normally. So I'd be interested to see if they play a little bit better this week. But yeah, um, I think it'll be a very, very high scoring game. Should be a fun one. Uh, I think both teams will be able to run the ball as well. So if you're there, I think it'll be, it's going to be quite a quick game because I don't think there's going to be Lots of clock stoppages. The Jags are running the ball loads this season. The Bills are running the ball more this year than they've ever ran before. Um, in terms of uh, what I think my best bet would be, I'd probably go with the over, I think, in this game. Um, I do like Buffalo as well, but I'd probably go the over. Um, I'd go the Bills over as well. I think their total was 28 and a half. I still think they could score 30 points on on the Jags' defense. So, yeah, I'm hoping that you two get to watch a, uh, a good shootout for the weekend. Yeah, I think going into this game, I do like the overs. I do like the Bills on the handicap. And uh, in terms of touchdown scorers, I think, yeah, obviously, Stefan Diggs had a hat-trick last week. Gabe Davis is, is notched yeah. in a couple. Uh, James Cook, I don't think, is, is, is he is he found the end zone? Oh, yeah, I think he's found week. the end zone once. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, And, yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a roulette on the, on the, in the red zone or in the, inside the 10-yard line for, for Buffalo at running back. But Josh Allen, again, he can run one in as well. Um, but, yeah, Adam, I don't. I think I think regardless of of what you know the well Jacksonville I think Jacksonville will have to try and find fifth gear quite early in this one because Buffalo just seem to be living in fifth gear. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Obviously, as you say, they've kind of been hit or miss this year. They've been a bit all over the shop. Really, obviously, started off on fire, lost a couple of games against bad teams, and then beat a bad team last week. So it's it's a test of where they are, I guess, in the league as well. Um, both teams score twenty points is even money. Um, as you guys have said, it, it should be a fun game. Obviously, the Bills lost um, White this week, didn't they? And um, a cornerback. Yeah. I don't particularly rate him anyway, but um, it, at least um, it, it will hurt them defensively. He is one of their key players. So, um, but the, the linebackers have been stepping up for them. The safety has been stepping up. So, I think they'll be fine there. Um, so, yeah, frankly, just want to see an, a nice fun game, and obviously that's why. I requested these tickets from, or this ticket from you, because I thought it'd be one, <laughs> uh, the better game of the uh, of the three London games. So, cross, we'll get to see a good one. Yeah, uh, also might be would be added to to that if um, Zay Jones can make it. Obviously, he missed last week. He's having I don't know what his practice report has been this week, but again with Tre'Davious White being out, I think adding Zay Jones uh, to wide receiver though he's obviously a bit more of a down downfield threat. So that he may be the main beneficiary. Um, but yeah, it should be a fun game. Uh, looking forward to watching that. I'm not looking forward to leaving the post game, getting back to walking for half hour to Seven Sisters, and then you know getting back home. But yeah, well, we've got to do it once, do it once a year, and yeah, do it once a year indeed. Okay, let's move over to Sunday night football. Then this one should be an absolute cracker. And I say it doesn't really. I, I do plan to to get home late enough so that I can essentially just stay up and watch this one. It is the Dallas Cowboys? My Dallas Cowboys traveling to Levi Stadium to face the San Francisco 49ers. Arguably the best team in the NFL at the moment. Minus three and a half for San Francisco. They're one to two on the money line. Cowboys again. If you are looking for field goals, three and a half Cowboys might be one one for you. They are thirteen to eight on the money line. Over under here, I thought was a bit low at forty four and a half, but obviously we've got two uh, two top defenses as well. Uh, you know, aided you, know, you you can see over the first couple of uh, first four weeks, well maybe one weeks one two and for, uh, one two and four for Dallas. But um, I was a bit surprised that the line was a bit low on that. I think it's a bit low on the unders and overs there. I, I'll be going overs, Adam. What do you what do you fancy this game? Uh, yeah, points have been nice. So I was just having a look at the 49ers schedule. Obviously, as you say, they've been fantastic to start the year. They've suffered quite a few injuries. Um, and this is going to be the first proper team they've played. 
They've yeah. played um, the Steelers, Cardinals, Giants, and Rams. So this is a real proper test. And I, I, I've said a few times, I think Purdy's good enough. I don't know whether he's good enough to take them to the Super Bowl. And if you want to get that far, you want to beat teams like the Cowboys. So um, it will be very interesting to see. Obviously, hopefully the health of Devo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, uh, Shawan Jennings, I think, was injured. Uh, recently, Mitchell was out last week as well. Hopefully, all those will return, and it'll be we'll get to see kind of full strength on both sides. Well, as as full strength as we can, obviously, with Trayvon Diggs out for you guys. Um, it's yeah, it it should be a heck of a game. Like, there's going to be a lot of running. Um, it'll be I I don't know why this loop key guy keeps getting touches for for the Cowboys. I guess obviously they need to spell Pollard a little bit. Um, full back treaters. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Rico Dowdle, I think, was out, wasn't he? I, I'm sure I saw his name mentioned earlier that he wasn't yeah. practicing this week. So that's um, no, not that great for them as a backup. Um, very good game. Obviously, I'm going to assume the 49ers will win. I can't believe, can't remember what I actually went for. I well, went for just, I went for my boy Jake Ferguson over four and a half receptions, which is what he was last week. Uh, he had seven. I think he had five in the first quarter last week, um, and it was 23 to 20 last. Probably looking down about evens, but I do like uh, Jake Ferguson. Tim's been high on him all preseason, all summer, and coming into the year, he's, he looks like he's established himself as, well, frankly, the main man in the passing game. Yeah, there's a couple of couple of fascinating storylines heading in, into this one. Obviously, uh, Michael Parsons is a bit limited as well. I don't think he'll be quite 100, percent but um, they'll mm. they'll play him and they need to on certain downs and scenarios and, and whatnot as well. But uh, I'll be I'll be interested to see kind of how the Dallas offense operates against San Francisco away. Obviously, the last couple of times we played San Francisco, it's been a bit of a clown show and it's been a bit of a, a bit of a debacle. So, um, and I'll tell you now, I will not speak one bad word of Mike McCarthy for the rest of the season if we go into into Levi Stadium. And, and win, but I, I just no. can't, I can't see it. I can't see it. I'd like, I'd like to think it's a field goal game, and I, yeah, with that in, in mind, I'd probably take the plus three and a half because I, I like the hook in in those types of games. Um, but I'll also be fascinated to see what the Dallas defense does against, you know, kind of the the immovable object. I know you said Adam that they've not really faced uh, anyone, but I think we've got more than a, a small sample size, even from last season, that they just they just steamroll teams anyway. So. Uh, obviously, two of the top three teams in the NFC. It's just going to be a great game. Some of the, it's better than some of the other crap that we've had on Sunday night football to, to start the season. So, at, at the very least, I'm I'm just hoping it's it kind of lives up to that billing rather than a you know you know when the, the San Francisco 49ers went down in the playoffs last year because their all their quarterbacks went down and I just hope it's a bit a bit it's a bit better than that. Or was it that was it Washington? I can't remember. Anyway, um, yeah, it should be a fun game. Liam, what do you what do you think? What do you fancy? I'm hoping for no running backs taking snaps and getting drilled by defensive tackles like the last two time these two teams played with that famous Zeke Elliott moment that I just replay in my mind at least once a week, probably when I think about the NFL. <laughs> just Zeke getting piled right <laughs> in that game was uh, was a fun one. Uh, as the biggest Cowboys fan on the podcast, I've gone for um, Dak Prescott for two plus TDs and Cowboys to win 11 to four. Um, yeah, I think the Cowboys win. We've got the Cowboys going to Super Bowl. They got the by far the better quarterback. By far the better offensive line. I think they've got a better defense. Shame about the weapons, but <laughs> I'll, I'll avoid that hope <laughs> for CMC, uh, like a slight quad pull or something during the game because he hasn't had an injury yet. Um, but yeah, I think this will be a fun game. Uh, and a lot of money's on the under. So I think 45 is the total. And 83% when I looked earlier, the money is on the under, which does surprise me. Normally these island games get bet over just because people want a fun 
fun game. And obviously the 49ers scored a lot of points. Cowboys scored a lot of points too, but they had that one dodgy week in the, their red zone offense hasn't been great. But yeah, uh, I think the Cowboys are going to win. I just fancy them for some reason. And also now you've told me you're not going to mention Mike McCarthy. I'm cheering on <laughs> even more. Now I'm actually going to stay up and watch this and just do <laughs> Cowboys fan for the night. What, what's that me during the game? Yeah. That, um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Like I say, we've got enough sample sizes, enough instances in the past where we just pie ourselves in the face. So um, I'm, I'm ready. What's, I'm ready for... what's your best bet then? Is it plus three and a half or is it? If it, I'll take I'll take San Francisco minus three because I think it's far yeah. more likely that Dallas will just again just won't show up and pee, piddle down their pants. But if it's three and a half, yeah, if you've got three and a half, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind a three and a plus three and a half if you Dallas if you think it's going to be a close game. Um, but I, I again, I, if it was at, if it was at Dallas, maybe feel a bit differently. Be interesting. What to see what the line is probably be a uh, plus one for Dallas, or maybe even a, might even get a pick them maybe. But. Um, mm. You know, on an island game in San Francisco, Sunday night football. I know Dallas. You know, I, I think the San Francisco 49ers will just be able to do enough on offense to attack our defense. And I just think it might be just a case of we can't. You know, we'll continuously playing catch up, and we just can't. We can't do it. it. Might be close going into the third quarter or whatever, but I don't know. I just can't. I can't see it. But there we go. Yeah, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, Mike McCarthy. I, I bloody on, well. I bloody well dare you. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's round off with uh, Monday Night Football then uh, bit of an interesting uh, line and, and kind of total for this one uh, Packers are even money f- on the money line minus one and a half in terms of spreads it's pretty much a pick em, uh, everywhere you go over under here is 44 and a half they travel to the Vegas Raiders uh, Jimmy G is obviously still in the concussion protocol and from a from a Raiders standpoint he you're praying to the gods that Jimmy G gets over his concussion because what he put on what O'Connell put on the field last week was um not good, Bob, shall we say. But uh Liam, your thoughts on on this one? I I, I can't see how the Packers aren't favoured by a couple of points here. Yeah, it's a weird line, isn't it? I think even the total is weird like that, but in that 44 and a half, 45, then when you look range is a bit bit of an odd one with the with the situation but yeah today uh jimmy g practiced but he's still in concussion protocol Devontae Adams didn't practice uh, so yeah i'm surprised the line i think by the time the game starts the line could be three just because yeah i think, I think people are gonna that way. Yeah, yeah i think people are gonna hammer this and all, that, all how... that money they win from san francisco will be doubling <laughs> up on, on green bay exactly yeah um yeah i don't know i think it could be a high scoring game if jimmy plays uh, don't actually rate either of the team's defences. The Packers are very similar to every year. They've got good players on paper, but they don't play good defensive scheme. They're not very good against the run. They give up a lot of big plays. Um, so, yeah, I think it'd be quite a fun game if Jimmy plays. If there's no Jimmy and Devontae, then this could just be a, an absolute route, to be honest. And the Packers might end up having a second half where they're just running the ball continually just to to kill the clock. Um, in terms of my best bet, I'm going to go for Devontae Adams' TD now. And if he doesn't play, I'm swapping that to Packers' money line. That's my... Uh, Stand for the pot. I just think Devon Times will definitely score against his old team if he plays. Doesn't matter who the quarterback is, they'll throw it to him 10, 12, 15 times. Um, yeah. But yeah, if he obviously doesn't play, then yeah, I just think the Packers will be far too good for them. But yeah, it should be a high scoring game, I think. Yeah, I totally forgot it was a yeah, Devon Adams revenge game. But um, there we go. Um, Adam, I, I, yeah, I, I agree with, uh, with Liam that I, I like Packers main line, but you've gone a bit further than that on your best bet. Yeah, just looking around, obviously, um, Liam mentioned the Skybet boost last week, so I had a quick look on there, and Jordan loved to throw two passing touchdowns, and the Packers to win was 7-4, to four. just bumps it up a little bit, and he has been throwing a lot of passing touchdowns, even when they're getting close, 
I th- I, obviously, AJ Dillon hasn't scored to get the yet this year because it's not cold enough. Uh, just come back, he hasn't done much in the running game last week. So yeah, it does seem to me like they're throwing a lot more touchdowns than they're, than they're running in at the moment. So yeah, I just thought we'd go with that just to bump it up seven to four. It's another one though, like like last week with the Colts. The Colts were minus one, but it was even money money line and ten to eleven losing the point, which does it kind of boggles my mind a little bit. Obviously, I guess because most people bet the spread and that people don't really look at the money line. Uh, I don't know, but obviously, yeah, you'd you'd take the Packers' money line over there on the spread, obviously. Yeah, obviously, obviously. Okay, that's all the primetime games. Let's have a little look. Uh, Thursday night football, Brian Robinson, anytime touchdowns for myself. Bears at plus six and a half for Adam and Liam's gone one step further. B Rob and Fields, anytime touchdown score up five to one. Sunday night football, San Francisco minus three for me. Ferguson over four and a half receptions for Adam and uh, Liam's gone for the, for the moonshot. Uh, I mean, you can give me 11 to one and I still wouldn't back that, but uh, Dak two, two plus five <laughs> passing touchdowns and Dallas twin is 11 to four. Uh, and then Monday night football, Packers money line. Uh, for me, love two touchdowns, for passing touchdowns on Green Bay to win seven to four. Uh, Liam's got Adam's touchdown. I haven't got any prices for that yet, so that's why it's a question mark there for those that are watching on YouTube. Um, but yeah, obviously, if Adam's doesn't play, Liam wants to revert to the Packers money line. Okay, fellas, just the Sunday games to get through. As always, we start off with the handicaps. Uh, Adam, what do you what do you what do you fancy over the handicaps this week? Uh, yeah, I, I I struggled again this week, and I, for some stupid reason, I'm going back to the AFC South and. <laughs> I'm buying the hype on the Texans. Um, obviously, last week I went for the Colts. They looked like it looked like that was over within one quarter. Then they pulled it back. Obviously, got to overtime and lost in overtime. So it was a proper roller coaster. At least I got my uh, Anthony Richardson scoring a touchdown from it. At least, um, yeah. This week I've gone for the Texans uh, to beat the team that they're playing. <laughs> I always Atlanta. do this. I always forget who's playing who. Uh, Atlanta, obviously. Uh, yeah, obviously the Falcons coming back from London. Um, traveling back home, obviously a very disappointing result for them. You'd imagine they're going to go even more run heavy than they did, have done already with the issues with Ridder last week. So, yeah, um, I think the spread. Oh no, the spread is right there. Um, so yeah, the Texans are getting two points. Obviously, really, I want to bump it up to three, but we'll see how that goes over the weekend. Um, but yeah, yeah CJ Stroud's been fantastic. He's been lobbing the ball all over the place. Tank Dell, Nico Collins, they've been putting up 100, 150 yard games kind of between them, alternating it. Um, realist, realistically, I should go over on the total, um, which, uh, but the Falcons have let us down week in, week out, so I can't go over them on a total. So, yeah, I'll go for Texans plus two um, against the Falcons. Yeah, something like that. So that's it. If anyone watching on the YouTube or wherever it's uh, video enabled, uh, they're all running across the screen there. Liam, what do you fancy? Well, yeah, that was one of my options, actually, as a CJ Stroud oh, okay. tr- truther. So I like that one. Stroud uh, and proud. Exactly. I actually live in Stroud as well. So this is, I, it's just, a, <laughs> that's, from, that's where I live is called. So I've, maybe that's why I've just been conditioned to see the name Stroud all my life. Um, yeah, I did like the Bengals as well. Because the Cardinals are just, they're still the Cardinals. But every time I pick the Bengals, Adam gets upset. So I've gone for my team. I definitely uh, this week. Minus three for the Chiefs against the Vikings. I think it's eight to 15. It is three and a half in places. So if you don't want to buy the extra, I'd still bet it. Um, because I just think this is a really bad defense that the Chiefs are going against. Mahomes didn't play well last week. Any times he doesn't play well, the week after doesn't normally go very well for the other team's defense. So, um, yeah, I think the offense will be will be good. They can't cover tight ends. They're the second worst team in the league at covering tight ends. 
So Travis Swift will have a, a very good day, I'm sure. Um, and then from the other side of the ball, I really like Kirk Cousins, but they're turning the ball over a lot as a unit and Chiefs defense are pretty good. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be a high scoring game and Chiefs will win by about touchdown. Yeah, I agree. My my best bet was uh, Kansas City. I think they're going to absolutely slaughter Minnesota. Um, they've not impressed me at all this season. Minnesota, I know in the NFC North pre- you know, preview pods, we were like, oh, Minnesota are great value. But yeah, fingers have been burnt on that one. I think I think that one's <laughs> dead in the water after week four. But you know, it's long season ahead. Who knows? Uh, there were a couple that I thought were a bit interesting. New York Giants, New York Giants, New York Jets being two and a half uh, away, two and a half point underdog, underdogs going to Denver. Uh, Brees Hall, uh, who's my favourite touchdown scorer bet for the weekend, uh, I think. I think the Jets. I, I think the Jets' defense will will stop Denver from scoring. And I say Denver were lucky to get to get the win last week, and it was a, a you know a bad Chicago Bears defense, and it'd be a low score. And I think the 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 Jets. Can't remember who the kicker is for the Jets. Is it Zerline? Um, yeah. There'll be just a massive. There'll be loads of field goals in that one. So if you play kickers in your fantasy, go go. Um, go kickers in, for, in in that game. But I think the Jets will squeak that one out because I think there's a lot of unity and there's still a lot of... Zach Wilson played all right against the Chiefs. I think there's a ton of bit of momentum there and I think the Denver the Denver Broncos are just a bit a bit of a mess. But uh, So I thought that was a bit interesting. Obviously, I'd pay up to, to do plus three so that you know, if, I, if I think it's going to be a field goal game, you get the insurance that um, if it does end up at, as a field goal to, to Denver, you get your, your kind of money back. But I, I, did, I did chuckle when I saw Arizona plus two and a half against the Bengals. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's... <laughs> what's, what's happened the, here? Like, out of the context, look, yeah, NFL. Um, the look ahead line was eight and a half, little... wasn't it? Was it? Jeez, oh, probably. Yeah, yeah, there's just been a statement about Burrow. Burrow's apparently feeling the best he's done all season in Wednesday practice. He wasn't on the practice. He wasn't on the injury report for the first time all season. Um, we're adding a little more each week. He said uh, today felt good. Hoping to do a little more tomorrow and a little more the next day. I'm optimistic for that part of my game. So he's claiming he feels better after getting the shit knocked out of him constantly <laughs> last week against the Titans. So. Uh, that's what he needed. He needed, um, yeah. I, I yeah, I, I am not looking forward to that game. Obviously, I will hopefully be home for that one if I drive. If I get the bus, I'll be watching it on the National Express on the way home, and uh, we will uh, we will see how that one goes. Yes, we will. Yeah, some other ones that I liked. Like, I agree with you, Houston. Well, I think Houston money lines a, a good bet this week, and uh, Indianapolis at home against Tennessee. Tennessee. I know they're very Derek Henry last week, but I think again, pay up a half a point. Uh, to get to get the three there, um, spread double Chiefs Bengals twenty three to ten. Um, that's not for me personally, but yeah. <laughs> I've just bet it live. I've just yeah. bet it live because of Adam. <laughs> and then Pittsburgh, um, Baltimore. If you can again pay down to get Baltimore minus three, I think Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett and Trubisky and, and whatever. I, I think Baltimore will win by more than the field goal. Um, yeah. Again in in Pittsburgh, I don't think Pittsburgh are that, are that good either. Um, Steelers are a stinking mess, but it's it's the Ravens game. They get up for that one for obvious reasons. I I think they may be stronger if Trubisky plays. Although there was um, supposedly Pickett's going to play, which seems remarkable given how bad that injury looked last week. Yeah, it's just a bone bruise, isn't it? Supposedly, yeah, yeah. yeah and then, but... yeah, there we go. Yeah. And then just the, the other one that I, I thought was a bit weird was New England minus one and a half against New Orleans. I know Derek Carr was a, was an absolute mess last week and he shouldn't really been in the game. Um, but I don't think with Christian Gonzalez being out for the season as well as Judon uh, being out, I don't necessarily see why the 
Patriots should be favorite favorite in that game because they are absolutely crap. And then the Saints defense is all right. They'll just stop Ramondre Stevenson, and then that's it. You've you've stopped the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patriots shouldn't be favorite in any game, so I'm quite. Adam's gone for a bit of a bit of a freeze there. So while while he's freezing, I'll change the banner and we'll we'll look at some total points in before we get out of here. Uh, Adam, your favorite uh, total over under? I, I was just ranting about the Patriots being favourite in a game. They yeah. shouldn't be favourite in any game. So um, and then, but, and then yeah. the, the the way the internet the internet stopped you from spouting out hate <laughs> against the Patriots. Bill Belichick's watching in. He's like, right, stop his camera. Well, <laughs> for, fortunately, they're my under this week. Um, under forty one points in the Patriots versus Saints game. The Saints haven't been able to score much this this year and the Patriots can't score much. So I thought it was a fairly easy under in this one. Obviously, I had the under in the Bengals game last week. It didn't happen the way I would have liked it to happen, but it was only 30-odd points. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see some kind of 17-13 madness in this one. I just think it's going to be a fairly terrible game, frankly. Yeah, and looking at my, I actually cheated and I went for the over in the uh, international series game. So let me pick another one that I quite like. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll pick one whilst Liam explains his. Yeah, so mine. Anytime you can bet on Mitch Trubisky potentially uh, in an AFC North game that are always low scoring, okay. and you can bet the over. Uh, when I'm looking at a website that tells me 99, I've never seen this before. 99% of the money is on the under in the in America. Anytime <laughs> wow. you can bet the the over in Steelers Ravens I'm just going to do it for fun so over 38 in uh, Ravens Steelers everyone listens knows I'm a bit of a nerd so I put my numbers in my spreadsheet and uh, came out at 41 and a half so that's how I can get three and a half points extra in this game so I'm basically cheering on Lamar I'm cheering on Zay Flowers Gus the Bus uh, to score enough points in Steelers only yeah Mark Andrews the, the, yeah. the greatest the greatest kicker in history the greatest kicker in history needs at least four field goals um, but yeah, I, I just think Steelers um, secondary is not very good. I think Ravens will score a lot of points. Ravens are very injured on defense. So I do think the Steelers will be able to run the ball and score some points. Um, I think it'll be in the 40s. So yeah, I've gone overs in that game. I wanted to go overs in the Texans-Falcons game. But as Adam keeps reminding me, I've picked the Falcons over in every week nearly. Yeah, so I've just stayed that, away. Stayed away. Yeah, I, I see a lot of games here. I see a lot of unders. Um, I think the... I mentioned obviously about the Denver New York Jets game. I think that'll be an under. Uh, I know it's a, a, a late thirties. I'm just waiting for it. Yeah, oh no, forty-two and a half. Yeah, go give me the under on Denver New York Jets. I think there'll be a lot of field goals in in that one. But I can see, I see a lot of those games as kind of really one-sided. Detroit Carolina. I can't see Carolina scoring a lot of points. Um, and say Detroit's pass rush against Carolina's offensive line and Bryce Young, you know being a rabbit in headlights. I don't, I don't see Carolina scoring that many. So Detroit don't actually score that much against Carolina and they've got a fairly okay run defense. So it'd be interesting. That's a decent matchup. But yeah, all across the boards, I'll see unders like Miami, New York Giants. Giants probably be down 40 to nothing by <laughs> half time. So that's yeah, the Sky no. game, by the way. Why is that the Sky game? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. They've made some weird choices this year. I'll be traveling back, so I don't really care. Um, no, it's Neil Reynolds is a dog. Yeah, he, he single-handedly picks the game, so he's <laughs> got to have them on. Yeah, exactly. uh, Indianapolis, Tennessee could be an over. What else have we got here? New England, New Orleans. Yeah, I, I fancy the under on that one. Arizona, Cincinnati again. I think that'd be another under because I don't think either team would score very much points. I think Cincinnati's defense will kind of yeah, keep their 
the Bengals edge that one out, and then the Ram, the Rams, and the Eagles could be an over if the offensive line of the Rams can can deal with that pass rush of the Eagles. But um, yeah, interesting games, Cooper interesting Cup games as well. In Cooper Cup returns, yeah, of course, yeah, and Jonathan Taylor obviously think... for the Colts. Yeah, do you think Chiefs Vikings will be over? Because that's the biggest total of the week, fifty-two and a half. I think everyone's betting over, but I'd be intrigued to know. As I'm obviously biased, but what do you guys think? Uh, I think it will be a backdoor over. I think it'll be a garbage time Minnesota backdoor touchdown. No one cares about over if you like. So it'd be like a thirty-two. Uh, no, I'd probably Ooh, do the maths. I'd say do the no. I was gonna say it's what 30, 30 to twenty-four. I don't. I can't see Minnesota scoring twenty-four, but I think that that's a, the lines about right. I know it's 52 mm. and a half, so what, 30, 30, 21? Mm. No, I'd probably, I'd leave that line, but yeah. what are you going to do? What are you going to do? There we have it. That's, uh, did, 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 did I do a picture of that? I think I probably did. Best bet trebles. There we go. Uh, let's remind ourselves of what we went through then. Handicaps, Kansas City at minus three for both myself and Liam. Adam's gone Houston at plus two. Total points over 48 and a half. Buffalo, Jacksonville, I cheated, but I also went under on the Denver, New York Jets game, 42 and a half. Adam has gone under 40, uh, New Orleans, New England. Uh, Liam over 38, Baltimore versus Pittsburgh. And then touchdown scores. I oh, didn't really talk about touchdown scores, did we? Because there's not really any prices up. But we'll have, we'll have a quick, we'll have a quick. Um, I've gone for Brees uh, Hall. Obviously, news came out this week that uh, he's not going to be on snap count anymore. And I think, yeah, not not necessarily saying they're going to unleash him, but it's, it's the Denver defense. So uh, I think that's the only way they're going to really score. To be, to be quite honest, obviously with Zach Wilson at quarterback. Um, so that's why I went that. Adam, you went Jamar Chase. So I'd like I'd like to see you explain yourself on that one. Because he's he's always open, he's always flipping open. Like it, he he kicked off last week after the game, um, and I just don't know why the Bengals, with possibly T Higgins out uh, with a fractured rib, although he'd probably be wearing a Kevlar Kevlar jacket or whatever they normally put on. Um, but yeah, Chase obviously. That, that's <laughs> yes. what knights wear, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm sure they wear some guff like that. They're just T Higgins running themselves. around in a metal suit, like from the uh, from, like Monty Python. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Chase hasn't scored this season, I don't think. Um, and as I say, he moaned to the media after the game last week. He was obviously pissed off with how incredibly bad the ti- the Bengals were against the Titans. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see 15 odd targets against a poor Cardinals defense. Um, I, I don't know how the pass rush has actually been for the Cardinals. In my head, they don't have one, but I know obviously they've got they they drafted a couple of players this year. But um, I, I would assume it's not great. Uh, and if Burrow's protected, this will be frankly the first below top ten pass rush he's faced all year. Um, so it should give him a bit more time. Um, and yeah, like I say, Ch- apparently is always open. And even when he's not, he wins the ball. So for me, if it was me reading seeing that as a Zach Taylor or as, as just a clueless Zach Taylor or clueless offensive coordinator for the Bengals, which it seems to have been this season, just lob it to Chase 15 times a game and we'll go from there. Yeah, my Chase, like a good uh, drive through McDonald's, always open. That's what we're going to go with that one. Um, so. I, 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 really I don't really know why they're not riding Joe Mixon, to be honest, the Bengals, but anyway, I'm not. He's not I'm very not... good. He's, he's been running oi, well this year. He's oi. doing all right. Let's not have some Joe Mixon slander on this podcast. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and and whilst we're here, Kiradarius, I can see Kiradarius Tony's. I nearly vomited when I typed that. He's going to score eventually. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, will, I don't know what price he. Is. What price is he this week? Four million to one. To, million to one. It's four, oh, four to, one. to one. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. 
It was it was him over Rasheed Rice. I was picking a chief. Rasheed Rice is going to score a touchdown this week. It's the highest, yeah, highest points total. There's not many games. Mm. Um, I have barely gotten a touchdown score right all season, so why not just keep? I'm just going to keep going Chiefs games until the end, until I get until I get one right. Uh, Tony's been non surprisingly injured, uh, so had didn't play many snaps the last two weeks. Uh, he's practiced well, has been practicing all week, and basically said that his toe injury is fine now. So. Yeah, they'll use them in the red zone like they always do. Um, they just got to get to the red zone, unlike they did, unlike the Jets game. Uh, so if they get there, he'll get one. Uh, Vikings defense is terrible. So yeah, I'm going for Tony. It was Tony or Rice. Tony was slightly better price, so I'll go for Tony. There we go. Right there we go. Travis Kelsey yeah. was like four to six, by the way. So yeah, I was yeah, like, I can't. Yeah. Be, I can't. Yeah. I, I couldn't do that this yeah. week. So Pacheco <laughs> five to six. He seems to have taken over that backfield. Pacheco five to six didn't seem too bad, but. Mm. Yeah, Rasheed Rice was the one that kind of stuck out to me because Sky Moore's just going downhill. So there we go. We can yeah, just um, floor more. Just a slight, slight right turn there. Because um, you guys, obviously, you mentioned Jonathan Taylor coming back, and obviously, he's saying the contract was an off-season thing. Sounds like he's going to play. Um, would you take five to one on the Colts winning the South? Obviously, they've looked all right, and Zach Moss, if he can put up the yards he's been putting up. I, I think. Do you know what? I, I think both it's going to be a bit weird saying this, and I might vomit, but the AFC South could be quite fun like, for the next couple of years because you've got. It looks mildly it, interesting, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, if the, if the Titans sort themselves out at quarterback, you know, obviously Levis and whatever is the, is the other one uh, is the running quarterback. Willis. Stroud. Malik Willis. No, not Stroud. Oh, uh, Levi. Yeah. Willis. Uh, Levis. No, Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Malik. Yeah, Malik Willis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Well, if they sort out quarterback. That, that could be a really fun, interesting division because defences aren't overly great and they've got some star, potentially stars in uh, at quarterback in that in that division. So that could be, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be the NFC East two or three years from now, but it could be quite, could be quite interesting. I prefer Texans at 5-1 to one than I do Colts yeah. at 5-1. to one. Yeah, yeah I, I was going to say yeah. they're both 5-1. to one, So yeah, I, I think over the price you're getting on the Jags or the... Or the uh, the Titans, that they, they'd definitely be the ones I'd I'd be aiming for there. Is your is your Colts every score of rushing touchdown in every game still going? No, Blumen died because of uh, Gardner Minshew being in there. He, he ah. threw one to Zach Moss, annoyingly, and it's going to be there all season. It's going to be there all freaking season. Uh, is still in my open bets thing, which is really going to piss me off because I know <laughs> that it's lost. Especially <laughs> if they score every other week after this. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. I think that's the way it's going to be, which is really frustrating. Uh, but no, 100 to 1, that was. And it's all because Anthony Richardson got concussed. And frankly, Jonathan Taylor kicking off. Yeah. Yeah, what... Um, actually, I, I was quite interested, because although I think, obviously, Jonathan Taylor will, will play, it be interesting to see what price Zach Moss is any time. Because obviously, Jonathan Taylor, I don't think, will, will just walk into 100% of the snaps. So he could be a potential... You'd hope not, wouldn't you? There's no prices there, um, but Zach, Zach Moss returns back to like four or five to one or whatever because Jonathan Taylor. They think that Jonathan Taylor is going to take it. Or I'd be interested to see what the price is for him. But no, nothing that I can see early doors on that. They've been really bad on any time touchdown scores this week, yeah. which is why we've not really been able yeah. to 
to give you guys watching or listening uh, any kind of insights or any big prices. So uh, obviously heard my justice here in week one and thought, fuck it, we'll, we'll, we'll put everything up after after they've put the podcast out on Thursday night. So there we go. That's the the power that we yield, guys, the power that we yield. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to do it for us. We're going to, um, me and Adam will go and enjoy Buffalo and Jacksonville in London. Liam will go and enjoy Minnesota, Kansas City in the comfort of his own home. We will see you all next week. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. If you want to give, give us subscribe follow five stars and all that malarkey we would love that um yeah good luck with all your bets gamble responsibly and we'll see you next week